Sarah Titus is co-owner of the Comic Book Shop located in Delaware, which was a founding sponsor of the Paper Keg podcast way back when. More importantly, she loves cheese. She didn't hesitate when suggesting that we both eat and discuss the different kinds and complexities of cheese in her comic shop. And who am I to turn down free food? We discuss where she first formed this love, potentially adding food to her comic shop. And well, pretty much we just ate cheese. I'm your old pal Slim, and this is Link in Bio. Okay, uh, cheese. This Ugh. is this is one of the most daunting episodes I've ever been a part of. Why? Cheese. It's like, you know, usually oh. I have things where I can prepare for, whether it be a movie You've or a book. You've cheese all your life. I do eat a lot of cheese. So maybe I, I'm more prepared for this episode than any other in the history of podcasting. How often do you think about what you eat? Oh, God. You drink beer? I don't actually drink that much beer. You drink, no. like, Alcohol. Liquor, liquors? Not, not lately. But you've I, had. I drink a lot of five-hour energy. That's true. You do drink garbage. <laughs> it's a different form. I Wait, feel did like... you hear that enough? You drink garbage. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like people tell me that who also drink beer and liquor, but like those are different forms of garbage, different forms of negative intake. But they have nuance. They yeah, have I guess depth. so. Sure. But I also drink like, um, I drink a lot of water. I'm a big water guy. Do you? Okay. Well, I next like time chick- we can get a water, we'll have a water <laughs> We'll have a bunch of different waters. Polish spring versus... Polish spring? <laughs> tap. Delaware tap. Uh, no, but like cheese, um, water or bread or um, grapes and apples, depending on where they're grown, um, what they take in, and how they're aged or processed affects how they taste. So we're sitting in front of literally a spread of cheese. Hello. <laughs> yellow we didn't stop to like say hi to the group or anything i use the that's usually group? like offline um i do like Whatever. that that offline intro i love your show it's great thank you yeah obviously <laughs> you you told me i reached out to you about some ideas if you wanted to come on and we're recording in the shop right now and you suggested cheese and i like yeah. my eyebrow went up and i was like okay all right it's a challenge for me as a conversationalist, but you, what's your background? Like what, what pushed you as, as this being your top pick, cheese? top topic? Uh, food is delicious. Agree. Uh, I've had a, a lifelong uh, relationship with food. <laughs> I worked in local coffee shops. I managed and did training. Um, and that's one type of um, nuanced thing that People really want a really good one and they really don't like ones that they don't like. And Mm. you have to find this balance. And so comics and cheese and coffee have very similar uh, ways to kind of explore them and and like parallel ways to compare them and to be able to seek out and help someone find what they like. The skills are are very same, very Mm. similar. Doing coffee People would want the Wawa vanilla cappuccino. Yeah. But that's not what a vanilla cappuccino is. Trash. To call it. Garbage. <laughs> that's not what a cappuccino with vanilla is in 
a coffee place. So this was like early 2000s. This was way back uh, when there wasn't as much um, understanding. Starbucks weren't as common, but they were getting there. So to be able to say to somebody, okay, but what do you want? What do you want to drink though? What do you think you want? I want mm. something sweet. I want something creamy. Do you like coffee? No. Okay. That rules out a lot of stuff. Right. So with cheese a lot and like comics, a lot of people don't know what they like or, or don't really know how to describe it, but they'll know it when they see it or, or won't. So you say, so you give a couple of options and say, do you like this? Um, can you say what you do or don't like about it? Um, and it's really interesting seeing some of the words people use to describe cheese uh, or <clears throat> whatever. So you're going to go first. You're going to explain every. You're going to tell me what you think first, <laughs> and then I'll I'll add some uh, other I'm ex- uh, suggestions. I'm extremely nervous. I'm looking at this plate, and there's spoons. There's like forks, hard looking bread. There's chunks of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> There's like raisins. I'm just trying to describe for the for the listener. Yeah. They're they're driving to their work and they're fascinated right now. I see like white looking cottage hardened cottage cheese. That's not far from the truth. <laughs> yeah. Mental image. I see some greens on here. Yeah, that's that's kind of just like fluff. Are these almonds? Um, that is an almond. Yeah, it's There's mixed nuts syrup. Um, honey there's some uh meat on the plate as well that is meat and then there's also like a uh kielbasa plate which i taste tested earlier and it's delicious so where should i where should i dig in first your palate it's all over the place i I only (laughs) eat the best foods the best drinks (laughs) um i had a chicken cheesesteak earlier today if you're going to eat something that is spicy and something that is mild, okay. if you eat the spicy thing first, you won't be able to taste the mild thing. Mm. So the cheeses are arranged um, in a progression to build on the flavors until so you won't blow out your taste buds. Uh, but you also have the cooling uh, condiments. We've got some uh, oh macadamia nut honey. It's I knew of, that was what that was. Um, orange uh, marmalade beard jam something thing and um some raspberry star anise jam so those will help cleanse your palate they will help you kind of get a fresher um way to, to kind of dig back in so, so should gonna... i eat like a piece of cheese and then like pour or should i put marmalade on it and then eat that i would taste the cheese you tell how me what it is to do. first and then after you've had it by itself first so take with this one once you've had the, the cheese, white cottage cheese we're getting right um <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a fresh goat cheese. Oh my god! It's from Westchester, Pennsylvania. It's huge. From Shellbark Farms. You don't have to eat the whole thing. Okay. You can hear that can be. Oh, I have actually half plates. Okay, cool. There you go. Okay, I've just put the goat cheese on a plate. I'm getting one of these forks, mini cheese forks. It's in a fresh goat cheese, but it's been pressed and formed and um, dried out just a touch. I just licked my fingers and they. I, the oak, it's an oaky dry. Mm. Just, I don't know. I've just made up oaky, mm. but it is dry. Let me just smell it real quick. Yeah, definitely have to smell it first. Good. Yep, so I'm you knew that. I'm going in here. You know, through that. It's in my mouth. I would actually maybe ditch the fork because the metal fork is going to change okay. stuff. Right. It's cold. Thing. Got it. just I'll just use it to cut. Yeah, use it. Um, we're friends here. You wash your hands, right? It's like melting in my mouth. It's yeah. like it's like falling away. Yeah. It's good. So can you imagine that over some like 
warm pasta and kind oh of my melting God, in. Yeah. Uh, this is shell bark sharp. It's a fresh goat cheese that has a bit of saltiness. So sharp, meaning it's not a, a creamy, soft, light goat cheese, mm -hmm. which they usually are pretty unoffensive. This has a bit more of a bite to it, more akin to feta. Never had feta either. So you had goat cheese at your shop, your coffee shop? So Tallulah's Table is a market. They also have a coffee shop. They also have uh, private dinners, um, one table a night. Wow. Uh, one table. Tasting dinners. They book one year in advance. My God. Highly in demand. They're seasonal. Um Produce, seasonal uh, meats and fish, and they change the menu very often. Check it out. We'll put a link in the thing. Put a link in the show notes. They're amazing. But they taught me about cheese, and Amy Alexi taught me a lot about managing and owning a business, too. Mm. So they are where I come from. Um, just previously to this, back to where the thing is. I did coffee. I went into cheese um, because I like higher-end food. I had the higher-end coffee and small business service Um thing going already mm -hmm. so Tallulah's I became the manager and uh one of the cheesemongers and also got very cheesemonger is that an official title that is a thing like you ever heard of a fishmonger no I've heard monger yeah it's weird because monger actually so is sounds like, like a, evil yeah isn't that what's in there a superman villain called monger or wasn't something? that mongrel oh maybe <laughs> I don't know <laughs> this shell bark sharp fresh goat cheese slightly salty a uh, little bit firmer will be great with some cracked pepper and some citrus uh, maybe over some beets mm -hmm. it will be good with um, asparagus and uh, a little bit of lemon over some pasta mouth watering right now yeah what's next what do I do now check this one out oh my god this looks like uh, it looks like a flavorless Cheeto <laughs> it's a it's like a long string with like an orange end just pick it up with your fingers dude pick, okay. no give me that you told fork me, i thought you give told me, me to use the fork no, to cut don't use the fork anymore right. you're done Listen, i'm in a whole new world and okay it's it. fine stop touching the utensils okay i'm smelling it uh does the does it look all the same all the way around the, yeah i guess so what is that thing on what's that does that look the same i don't it looks thing? like the end of an orange it's the end of the cheese it's the rind Rind. The outside part. So this cheese was made into a wheel about uh, that big, two and a half inches mm -hmm. big maybe, and maybe about nine inches in diameter. And this color, so it's a very pale cheese. Um, it's kind of floppy. It is very floppy. Not uh, unlike maybe like a, a not like an, texture. Not unlike of? an issue of Batman Damned. Uh, put it in your mouth. All right. Uh, this cheese is uh, goat milk. It has uh, been washed with uh, some cultures uh some vinegar some spirits perhaps and that all changes the flavor of the cheese inside because you look like you're gonna say something. This, i was about to say this tastes the most like normal cheese it's very mild right yeah does it smell different than it tastes it smells a little bit more like non-normal but it tastes normal <laughs> like all no, the dollars right. that are listening are like yeah i get it i know it. <laughs> it's more it's kind of it's mild. I don't want to say bland because it it's milky. Maybe I can it see has it. A, I should probably put some. Arr. Yeah, take a bite. I like it. It's still it's got a little funkiness though, and that's because as the cheese is doing its thing and aging and culturing, it's wa you're washing it with this astringent liquid, mm. and as that absorbs into the cheese, and as the cheese mites do their thing, and I like that one. It's interesting. So far, and it's goat two milk. for two. 
So it's a um, so it's a little it's a little something. It's a little bit milder, but yeah, milk is usually mild, milder yeah, than cow's milk. That makes sense. Let's have a little bit of this jam on that. Okay, Get that kind of cleanse palette there. Let's jam, jam it. Put some of that okay, on I'm there. Using this spoon here. That you can use the spoon to put it on the cheese. Yeah, do that. Okay, I'm putting that on here. And this uh, this rind is completely edible. It doesn't have a significant impact on the flavor of the cheese nor the texture. Sometimes the rind can be very musty or. Oh my gosh, the jam smells. Hard. Yeah, I don't think I've I ever eaten. I, don't, I, I can't remember the last time I ate jam. Love it. Raspberry and star anise. So now you have creamy, rich cheese counterbalanced with sweet, cool jamminess. Blowing my mind right now. Right? I've never had those two tastes. You're welcome. The dried fruit will, will do the same thing in a little similar way. All right. All right. So this next one here in the middle. Oh, boy. All I right. see some holes or something in here. Yeah, there's a little bit of holes. I'm Take a smell. I see. What else do you see in there? I see some kind of like, it looks like the end of a, a grape in here. The little vine, the grape vine. Not far, not far. Let me take a whiff. Can you, can you what's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this week's What's That Smell? You can't tell what it is, right? It smells no, like something? I got nothing. Right, okay. I'm going to take a bite. Eat it. Put the whole thing in. Eat it. Oh my God, that's a lot. Eat it. It's not a whole lot. It's still kind of creamy. Oh, something's hitting now. Breathe out with your nose and and think about your tasting at the same time. It moves the air around through your mouth mm-hmm. and it warms it up. Do you want to like, eat more? Um maybe. I'm not no. sure yet. This is there's not like for me. some there's like some kind of tang. Yeah, there is that, that opened up once I started chewing. What's what kind of cheese is that? It's cow's milk cheese, the little chunks of things, and the flavor because it's a pretty mild cheese. Um, kind of creamy, kind of buttery. It's truffle. Get out. Shave truffle. What? Yeah. I liked it. So you'll see a lot of places have truffle fries or mm. truffle tots. Um, you can get truffle honey, truffle honey, truffle salt, truffle olive oil. So a little bit of it adds a huge, completely different factor. It's nutty. It's earthy. It's umami. It's kind of just, it makes you want to go back there and keep mm-hmm. eating it. And if you warm that, the flavors will open up even more. The, I have taken these cheeses out of the fridge at different times throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> to snack? No, or to warm to them up. warm them up? The <laughs> harder, the denser the cheese, the colder it's going to be for longer. And if it's colder, um, the flavors are closed. But as it starts to get to room temperature, to body temperature, those flavors open and develop, like uncorking wine and leaving it room to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um I think the last time I had to uncork wine was when my wife made a big sale for half double design where you can get custom cheese scarves, princess wigs, infinity scarves, you name it. Amanda's waiting to hear from your custom request and you won't regret it. Check out halfdoubledesign.com for more. That's so great. Yeah. So these will taste different right out of the fridge. Um, The fresher ones, the one that's more heavy in moisture, Mm -hmm. keep those colder longer because they're less dense, so they're going to warm up faster. What's next? So we're going to do a hard cheese. Yeah, the thing Check looks this like one out. stones. Yeah, uh, crystals. Yeah. Yeah. So it does. Ex- oh my gosh! It looks like it came from the earth, from some kind of cheese cave. I did come from a cave. <laughs> did You're it? fantastic. This is part of the chunk that it came from. It looks like rock. It's so weird. It does look like rock. It's like this should be given out at like you know um, natural history museums when kids are leaving at the gift shop. 
That'd be great. Yeah, this has uh, been aged for quite some time. So the proteins have started to break down and the moisture evaporates slowly leaves. So the remaining cheese is more dense. It is more compact and flavorful. Um, the little pockets of crystals are um, crystallized proteins and some salt hmm. that comes up as you're losing that moisture. Uh, it's also been bound in cloth. Have you ever had Gouda, like a hard-aged Gouda? No. Um, this is the end of what I cut up for the other folks that are not recording right now. <laughs> and you can see how closer to the rind it's drier. Yeah. Um, this does have a plastic rind, um, just a part of what they do to keep their cheeses um, clean and separate and distinct, mm -hmm. and then also has the printing on it. So inner towards the center where it's less aged, where it's fresher and younger, it's going to be a bit softer, and out towards the rind, it's harder and drier, like how stuff, you know, dies, dries, mm -hmm. dehydrates. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So this is a great one. Put that in. Eat that. Right. Uh, it's crumbly. I'm going in. So I didn't actually use a knife to cut this. I used the tip of a chef's knife um, or maybe even a paring knife to go in and twist and, and twist off little chunks. And so you get these natural breaks where oh, it's so good. Mm. I think this is my favorite so far. Yeah. It's, it's, real not, good. it's not like I want to say spicy, but it's like not as mild. Like it's going up the non mild list. Yeah. Spice is not a word I would use, but um, buttery, almost mm. a little hint of butterscotch. Okay. Because as the cheese ages too, it gets sweeter. Yeah. I like this. This is Beecher's um, flagship cloth bound reserve from Seattle. Oh my gosh. Cloth bound reserve sounds like a liquor. I'm pretty sure it's cloth bound reserve. Beecher's reserve. Is what it's called, but, but it's cloth bound. You can get Beecher's cheddar crackers in places. I might have another piece of this. Yeah, this is one that's real dangerous. Mm. And they come in this monster um, cylinder. And then you have to cut through the cloth with a sharp knife before you can actually cut to the cheese underneath. You look at your face right now. <laughs> your <laughs> eyes are rolling back. And then you have to wear the cloth on your face like a mask. <laughs> it's salty, right? Yeah. I think that's why I like it yeah. the most. Um, and it's portable. And this is something that can stay at room temperature for a good long while. So you can take this on hikes. Um, very durable mm. travel cheese. Wish I did more homework on exactly how old this is. But it's at it least like 20, a year and a half. 20, 20 months? 20 years. <laughs> no. Um, not quite 20 years. Can cheese? some cheese last that long? Like... Yeah, and like, in the right uh, conditions. Hmm. In the right conditions. What's this thin guy? What's this thin guy? Oh, over here? smell that! Oh, my oh gosh. smell it that! It looks like uh, like homemade potato chips, very flat. Well, there's this is a very distinct smell. It smells like wax almost, like a scented candle. <laughs> what kind of scent? Uh, Try it first and see if you think of right. some things. So yes, it is um, almost shaved uh, or chipped. Mm -hmm. So used a hard chef's knife. It's a very hard cheese. Um, dry keeps its shape. So it'd also be a good travel cheese. But each of the cheeses here have been cut differently so that you can tell that they're a different type than another. That's a tip for making and presenting a cheese plate. I also mm. said earlier about having an extra backup plate that is maybe not quite as top shelf as what you put out first go round. That way you have some extra for your you know people that are helping behind the scenes. And once you eat a whole bunch of stuff and drink a whole bunch and are having out good time, you don't really care as much anymore. Mm. How so. long did you work at that place? Two years. And I worked, I actually worked in cheese 
for about a year and a half before then at another small grocery store that went out of business. So I started learning at uh, Food Source and then uh, continued and expanded on that at Tallulah's. I'm not sure how I feel about this one. This one is like, hmm. there's also like it's, um, there's like an afterglow mm-hmm. on my tongue right now. Yeah, I don't care for this. <laughs> this is not one that I like. It's, it's pretty expensive. Do not care for it. But some people just go nuts. Yeah. Hmm. Um, What's this one called? Try a little bit of the orange jam on it. Okay. This is Vento di Stat. It's from Italy. What do I use on the jam? I use my spoon already. Use oh, that. this one. Different jam. Different jam, different spoon. It's Italian cow's milk cheese that is washed with white wine and packed in herbs and grasses <clears throat> and mint and it's maybe aged. That's, maybe that's the minty it's mint after and it's, glow aftertaste. And again, white wine has a complex. Yeah, it's, it, it is kind of like a minty smell. It's like a adjusted mint. It's very hard to describe, but it tastes better with the, is that marmalade? It tastes better with, with, with sugar on it. Yeah, it tastes a lot better <laughs> with sugar on it for some reason. Yeah, it's it's sharp. I think it feels fancy to people, mm. um, which it it is definitely complex. And I think someone with better words than I could enjoy it more. Mm. But I really don't like the sharpness. Yeah, me neither. From being washed in the wine, it's it's hard. It hurts. It's not for us. You it's know, it's, for it's us. probably for someone else. Someone who wears suits all day, someone who relaxes. Some foie gras. With... <laughs> they probably at some French restaurant right now, spending a thousand dollars. They love it. They put it on everything. Like I, I get it. I get why people would like it. I, it's, I don't. I don't know it. So mm-hmm. let's have let's have a meat. Okay. Uh, have this meat. God, you don't have to tell me twice. This is little uh, fenocchio salami. It's a little um, mm. fennel salami. Mm. Love salami. Uh, it's amazing. I forget who makes this. It's from San Francisco. Some brothers, I think. The Meat Brothers. It's not the, the meat brothers. brothers Meat. Bros Meat. And then here, do this meat. So that one's lighter in color. It's pinker and it has the speckles going through it. That one's red. It's a red meat. Does that smell like? Mm-hmm. Describe the God, flavors. It smells like, you know, just like glisteningly sweaty meat that like you <laughs> leave out for like 20 minutes and it just looks even better. Yeah, that's not that's not far from wrong. Mm. Salami is like one of my favorite meats. Like I, we go to like Aldi and I get like the long thing of spicy salami and it's like already pre-cut. So I just go in and get a slice when I'm snacking. Cured meat, man. Mm. It's hard to beat. That tastes Pepperoni, good. dude. Tastes amazing. So classy, right? <laughs> Little bits. Oh, God. What's with the what's the story of these breads on here? You have different kinds of breads. Uh, this is an olive oil cracker. I uh, like its start, sturdiness. Harder crackers for harder cheeses. Softer crackers for softer cheeses. Mm. This one is dates and nuts and seeds and fruits and stuff. I never would have thought to pair softer cheeses with softer crackers. I mean, you don't have to, but generally they complement each other better because Mm -hmm. it's a more balanced... Date and walnut with fennel. I love fennel. I didn't even know that was in there. I'm so excited. So these are soft and chewy, and if you have a cheese like some of the more mild one, it spoops it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's not the right word. It... Spoot, spoot, spoot. I love the word spoot. I've never heard it before. <laughs> no, <laughs> Joe has me saying spoopy all the time. 
Doesn't make it more frightening, no. And then it adds counterbalance flavors and points and crunchiness, texture. Um, so this would be great with this one. So you have that saltiness. Oh, okay. And then right. you have Here we go. a little tiny bit there. Back in the goat's cheese. Yeah. The goat's cream cheese cottage. And then we got another cheese over here, too. It's not cottage cheese. I know. It's just like with the mental image I have. Of, cottage of cheese like is white, gross. Chunky. I don't something. think it's not really cheese. It's more like separated milk. <laughs> it just it's, it doesn't have the same cultures and it doesn't. Interesting. I think I might prefer. I don't know what it is, but I like that cheese by its own. Like I like to experience yeah. that cheese just like breaking apart slowly on its own. Creaminess. Without the bread. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And there's no rind on that. It's just completely free form. You can make it into little balls if you want. You can shape it like your mm. mashed potato. No, it's, it's, it's pretty. It's more like a. Okay, like what? Tech, it's not we about to say clumpy? I was going to say clay, but it's not clay. It's like. It looks like drywall. Like when you open spackle? the. <laughs> yeah, spackle. <laughs> and that is maybe that's what is enticing me. Like I would love to eat spackle and it tastes amazing. So now I'm going to try to eat spackle. I'm pretty sure Titus said it looks like Play Doh. It it, yeah, I could see that. Okay. So this one. Uh, I like this one a lot. Yeah, I'm not sure how you're going to feel about this. Can you describe we the... We got like a wooden plate of... grandma's plate. It looks like little sausages, yeah, sausage, yeah. with maybe some kielbasa on the other side. And there's some kind of circular bowl of something in the middle. It's yellow, what I assume is cheese. It is a cheese. It does not go with the sausages. It's just how it all plated okay. up. Smell this cheese. Put your nose in that. It smells meaty. Mmm. Right? Ugh. It's not. <laughs> Generally, the reaction you want for the person who <laughs> loves cheese. <laughs> it's so strong. <laughs> Let me take a. <laughs> Some of the best cheese smells. You know, Makes don't you want to vomit. I don't touch a book by its package, <laughs> right? So that's the weird thing about cheese is this one that you said was really mild. It has a little bit of the washed rind goat cheese. Um, stinks in the refrigerator. Mm. I told you earlier this week I had to keep some of these at work because yeah. I'm not allowed to have them at home. <laughs> Just permeates and, on every product in there. Yeah, it gets bad. Mm. Um, I've had some cheeses you can smell through the refrigerator. That's definitely not a good situation. No, that sounds terrible. But once they warm up, like you smell before you taste, but there's some disconnect there too with things can smell so much different than they taste. Mm -hmm. I I love this cheese though. <laughs> oh my God, it's um, It smells meaty to you? Yeah, or maybe it's just been sitting with No, it. it's definitely that. Oh, mm. um, let me take another whiff. I don't want to use that word. I just thought. <laughs> let me, the meatiness is gone ever, uh, since it yeah, left the, the okay. meat. Maybe you're just, maybe maybe you're just hopping it. the meat over there. Let's get that out of here. I don't like how this smells, if I can be frank. It smells a little gamey. Game is a good word. Um, walking up the back street to Kennett Square, I would walk past these little old art shops and on my way to work, and there's a whiff and it smells like this. And it freaked me out every day because I'd walk past and it smells like this. I don't even, what kind of cheese is this? I'm like scared of this cheese. <laughs> this is goat cheese. Oh my God. This is um, a soft, ripened goat cheese. So you can see how it kind of looks, kind of looks like testicles. <laughs> I'm on making the, the noise in my head that you made after spelling the cheese. Okay. Like the the consistency of it is just like pudding. Yes, custard. Yes, exactly right. Nice. It looks like custard. So it's a soft and cheese. I'll tell you what. It's not visually. Okay. It's not doing anything for me. <laughs> the way it touches <clears throat> the spoon is. Oh yeah. 
That's slide. oh yeah. Put yeah cut yeah. Break into it with go into the ah, do it now. Push down with that. Push down like. Let me put and see if the mic can pick up this noise here. <laughs> it's too soft to make a noise. Is. So it has kind of this bloomy rind on it. So we usually see bloomy rinds on brie. Mm. So again, this is bacteria applied to the outside of the cheese. That bacteria eats the cheese from the outside in, and as it processes it, it turns into this sticky. Um, mm. You just touched it. Smelly, <laughs> smelly, <laughs> but it has the rind on the outside, and then has a custardy goodness on the inside. Okay, we're gonna do it. Oh, Stop talking about oh, this. Oh god! Oh god! Oh um, god! Here, I'll give you. Give you like, oh, yeah, I'll let me uh, get the amount of cheese on here that I can take here. <laughs> I can't even get it off the thing. <sighs> Scoop that. All right, try getting that. Just get go. a little bit here. Just, just, a, just a little just bit. Get a little just bit. maybe Don't like get a just smidge. The rind, come on. D- this come is a on. lot of this. If, if anyone is listening, smelled it. This is a good <laughs> amount of cheese to put on here. All right, I'm going to take a bite here. He hasn't spit it out yet. There wasn't enough cheese. All you taste is cracker. I can cracker. feel it like going around <laughs> my mouth, like the the scent of it, the taste of it, and it's. Uh, oh, it's so. Oh, is, I can't even get it. Do people like? Is this a popular cheese? Yo, I asked for this cheese. I got so excited when I saw it, and then I grabbed it. I opened the little wooden container, it comes in, and I squeezed it because I wanted to make sure it was the right ripeness. Because if it was too hard, it was too young, then it wouldn't be as developed. It wouldn't have as much flavorfulness. <laughs> <laughs> almost couldn't even swallow that i will say this is on the almost overripe side um ammonia mm. there's a little bit of ammonia knee that's when she starts to get past it's prime because it's fresh mm-hmm. so it still has a lot of moisture and moisture causes things to go bad faster that's why the drier one lasts longer more portable mm. so this starting to it's on its edge of starting to turn. But again, some people like that. This would be good if you had something bubbly to drink with. Mm. Um, champagne or I wanted to get um, club soda, but mm. I did not do that. To cleanse your palate, to keep the... It's kind of minerally. Do you want to try it a little bit more? No. <laughs> <laughs> so this could also be a prank cheese. You put it in your... Guess what? Your this isn't really cheese. Gesture. This is something I found in the fridge. <laughs> no, hold on. Different cracker. Oh my, he just took a big scoop on that hard cracker. The Dayton walnut with fennel. Do you like blue cheese? Uh, the only time oh, I ever so have good. blue cheese is I think it's the blue cheese crumbles on like a spicy chicken sandwich. Okay, so if you don't like blue cheese, you may not like this because try, try that. That's it's a, inside. That's a big clump. Are you kidding me? The inside though, it's different than the oh, outside. So this is most of the creamy custard, and it's on the chip that has all the stuff in it. Big, Hold on, I'm gonna get you a piece of sausage afterwards, Justin. In case you need a chaser, sausage close your chaser. mouth. That's a good podcast name. Close your mouth. Can you taste anything mod like modestly appreciable? Can you It's a lot more cheese there. <laughs> Does it I taste like old books? Yeah, it's like I'm eating the spine of a book. <laughs> aged Musty. Yeah, aged forty years. Musty. I'm gonna have the sausage. Goaty. <laughs> it's very goaty. So when someone says they don't like goat cheese, just like when someone says they don't like comics, maybe they had this. And they're like, what the hell? Right. No. And they're skewed. They, maybe they think they're skewed and they don't know what else is out there. Cause, right, because you can get super fresh. You can get aged and bloomy rind. Uh, you could get hard, dried goat cheese. You can get goat milk gouda, mm-hmm. goat milk parmesan. They try to do different things to make it be more crystally, more right. salty, more interchangeable. Goat milk and sheep milk have less um, 
of the uh, lactase uh, that makes people not be able to digest cow's milk. Um, the way they process it. Uh, also, that's why their cheeses are whiter. Their milk is whiter. The cow's milk cheese is more yellow. So it's easier to digest people that have issues with that, um, people that are going through chemo or any sort of heavy um, uh, medical parts uh, of their lives can find that they can eat the harder, drier aged ones, wow. like like the two years or more Parmesan um, old Goudas won't affect them in the same way. Interesting. So that's pretty cool. That's that's very cool. Yeah. So that was kielbasa. All right. This is the last new thing for you to try okay. before you're allowed to just do whatever. Run. Run from the cheese. <laughs> Leave the recording equipment here. And just... <laughs> Leave this. All right. So what am I getting into here? The uh, Yeah, that one. The chubby one. Chubby piece of meat here. Taking a bite. So I was saying like goat cheese, like blue cheese can be an acquired taste if you get the really sharp, the really uh, a bold. But the this? more you there's have it. Kind of, there's something in here. Yeah, there what is. is this? This is there's something in this piece of sausage that I can't quite place. Well, now I can't. It's not just like regular spicy or something. No, it's not. It's lamb sausage. Oh, lamb merguez, which is flavored with spices from North Africa. Wow, I'm not sure exactly what they are, but I feel like like, there is a there's a kick in it. I feel like it's cumin and paprika, Mm. and it doesn't taste as hot while you're eating it as it does once you've stopped. I forgot how spicy this gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like having a um, extra flaming hot Cheeto, and you don't think it's like extra flaming hot, and then you're done, and you're like, okay, yeah. I thought you were comparing the flavor. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got a naked Cheeto over here. <laughs> I had to Cheetos. do everything on a Cheeto scale That's to fair. compare it. Um, all right, now, just give it a second. Okay. I can um, feel it. It's like an, it's like I just had another one. <laughs> like it's moving. It's like getting stronger in my mouth. Yeah. The, the spice, the fire. Yeah, it's burning inside me. <laughs> it's getting hotter. It's good. It's really good. I'm gonna so, have to get. I'm gonna to get that for the house. Yeah, you want more, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, spicier than pepperoni. Way spicier. Yeah. The less greasy too. Cottage cheese would be good to taste to mm-hmm. cleanse up, mm-hmm. pile it down, cool it down again. Any of the fruits. Oh, honey! Try honey on this cheddar. Oh, the, the, See what uh, happens when that. The See what happens when you do that. Yeah. Here, I guess you can use a fork now. Okay. Kinda. All right, I'm allowed to use a fork now. Yeah, it's all covered with honey. Breaking news. Let me just do the whole thing. Do the whole thing. Oh, oh, oh to it, to it. Ah, just go for it. To it. This is fantastic. Watching you do this. <laughs> Usually, in like masters, have they like bite it and then they just look at you like as they chew. Just to get in your brain. <laughs> no, someone's just closing his eyes and and <laughs> taking it all in. It's great. I like it. So again, you got the sweet and salty balance. Mm-hmm. My mouth doesn't know what's going on today. There's so a dry. there's a comic shop in Philly that does, I think, coffee and comics. Amalgam. So would you ever want to do like a cheese, little like open up the danger room and have some kind of like cheese and coffee little mini shop in here? So like you get comics, you go get like we snacks. did have a cheese and coffee and comics uh, event with Claire Connolly. Mm. That was pretty fun. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that would be an amazing thing. At some point in the future. The thing is, it would need to be one way, I think, into the food from the shop. No bringing your stuff into the shop. I would No food in the shop? That would make you crazy? I mean, right now, we don't have, like, a strict rule about it. But I think if it was being served here, it would be different. And I don't know that that would be What happens good. if people walk into the shop and they're eating food? You're just like, GTFO. No, people aren't usually, like... Eating food, and they walk and in. And then they, they like drinks. they put a burger like on your backlist open, and they're like paging through comics, and there's like a greasy burger on there. So usually, 
we would try to make sure that that doesn't happen in the first place. <laughs> but there are some folks that might leave their, you know, coffee on the mm-hmm. front case and we just say, hey, I'm going to move this off of our 60s and 50s <laughs> comics yeah. case. I've never been to a Malcolm Comics Neither in Philly, but I've seen, I remember when it opened up, I saw a bunch of news articles about it. She got a grant to expand. She got what? A grant to expand. Really? Yeah. I don't even know there were grants for that. Mm-hmm. Is this what you thought it would be? It's better than I thought it would be. Oh, You expert in cheese. The only time I ever had like a cheese thing was, I think it was San Diego Comic-Con. There's like a French restaurant in San Diego that Tia really loved. Uh, Tia from my work. And they brought out like one of those high plates. Mm-hmm. It's like a, you know, it's got like a little stance, like a candle wick. Yeah. And they had like an assortment of cheese and mm. I think like jam and stuff. I don't think I even tried okay. any of it. Too overwhelmed? I was. I was like, get me out of here. <laughs> get me to my hotel room. <laughs> well, like I said, it's it's like, it's easy to have a lot of stuff that you don't like, especially when there's individual farmers that are using their own um, thoughts about what flavors do I want to do. There's one called Barely Buzzed that is a brother who's a coffee roaster and a brother who does an apiary and cheese. And so they have cheese that's kind of like an Asiago cheddar, mm. kind of drier, harder, yummier. And they coat it with espresso um, grounds and lavender. Wow. And it's great. So if you weren't co-owner of a comic shop, what would you be doing right now? I really like food. Be in the food. Somewhere. I really like working in food. It was a, it still is very difficult that I used to work in a place with fresh food and produce coming in daily. I would call the farmer and ask about when we were going to get our eggs or our honey, and I'd hear the lambs, the sheep. There were the sheep background. in the background, and they were going to be lamb the next day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was always interesting. Um, and so we just went up this week to get to get this cheese, and I had. This chicken artichoke chickpea stew, and there was um, mushroom macaroni and cheese, and I had a curry chicken egg roll, and there was some sort of carrot ginger soup. Like, just all these different flavors and small plates. Everything you can get to take home, or you can sit there and eat it. And now I get food delivered from the cheesesteak store. So, it's... It's uh, It's different. I miss it, but food service is much higher paced um it's much dirtier you have more casual people and not really the same environment where the people here are pretty cool people or we have enough time to kind of help them understand the mindset that we have here which is don't be a jerk be open you know minded to other things that are going on and just trying to be like a positive there's a lot of kids that come in we're trying to be this like helping each other out place. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times in food service, that's a time when people are hungry or they're tired and they want their coffee. Yeah. So. You don't have time to make that connection. Or they're just inevitably grumpier where people are coming after work and they, or they've had a bad day and they're coming here to have fun, Mm. um, which is a very nice aspect. But I don't do well with people that are inebriated if I am not and I have to be working and dealing with them. I don't have, I don't. I can see you doing a roundhouse kick to somebody. I have yelled at some elderly people who thought they make me do things that I did not think. Like, I'm not going to pour more wine for your wife just so that you can drink it. This wine was donated by the winery. It's a benefit night. 
sorry, sir, didn't realize you were the keynote speaker. And then you karate chopped him in the throat. He was like, I think you're very rude. And I was like, I feel the same way. (laughs) Uh, And then I kind of got in trouble. But uh, then I got a chance to buy a comic shop. And now I don't get in trouble anymore. because The rest is history. (laughs) Now you can do cheese plates uh, in the danger room. I forgot how much I love cheese and making cheese the nuances that are in it but that's why it's like it's like comics like every single one of these is by somebody different it has a different story there are some that are very similar if they're made in the same way with the same technique and age for the same amount of time and then there's ones that are completely like like these two are just the soft one and the one we had last you know they're so like the ends of the spectrum yeah if you've eaten cheese and you think you don't like cheese or you don't like good cheese uh you probably have had some stuff you don't like but there's others and yes thank you too. i'm gonna put your email in the show notes for people to reach out to you with cheese questions yo totally <laughs> i'm here there's books about cheese there's books about food i think it's uh february all of our book clubs are going to do a book about food really yeah i just read one a manga the was it food wars no it's like delicious in the dungeon Yes. I think it's called. That was, I thought like that, that was amazing. Yeah, we have that. I had no idea that that like I think cursory knowledge exists of like different like mangas have weird genres or weird subgenres. But like I read it and it's just like recipes for what these knights are killing in a dungeon to try to get to the bottom. Like they find these it's monsters, like D&D they kill them. Food manga. Yeah. And then they show the recipe like explicitly of what they're cooking and right. they eat it and they talk about how what it tastes like. It's like, what am I reading? This is amazing. So you would come for a book club where we make food from that book. Oh my God. Chew it up. The sausage is so good. <laughs> Thanks to my dear friend, Sarah Titus for coming on to talk about her love of cheese and sharing that delicious love with me. If you can, visit the comic book shop in Delaware and let her know you'd like some cheese wrecks. And maybe buy some comic books or toys or Legos or old Transformers or whatever you can get your hands on from Sarah and Patrick. Goodbye. Goodbye.